is only one path to peace, your extinction. Hello and welcome to Popcorn <laughs> Brothers. I'm Eli. I'm Isaac. And we're here to talk about movies. It's MCU Marathon month of... Part three. May? Are we, part th- Are we in May? Three? Not yet. Uh, no, April. April. <laughs> yeah, part three. And it's part three. This yes. is part three if you're joining us. If you haven't, go listen to those two episodes. Come on, get with the program. Yeah, listen to us just <laughs> worship Winter Soldier like it was the greatest movie that was ever Yo, made. <laughs> it might be. It's up there. It's up there. It's pretty the good. Well time. We Isaac, loved it. how was your week? It's been fine. It's been, you know. It's been excellent. Have you enjoyed the weather? This is like The spring. weather is all over it's the place. It's coming. It's, oh, yeah, it's warm, though, most of the time. Uh, after that Feeling cold good. snap that it we It did had. snow in the middle of an 80-degree week, which is just crazy. One day it was crazy. snowing and like 30 degrees, and then the next day it was almost 80 and sunny. It's almost too much. It's almost We're recording much. later than usual if anybody lives in Nashville. Well, and they're not going to the know weather. when this comes out. Well, but they would if they <laughs> lived in Nashville. If they don't live in Nashville, then they wouldn't. Sorry. Yeah, I was in Chattanooga. Shout out to yes. the Chattanooga weather this weekend. You it was amazing. I was out of, out of town. Yeah, so. so I had a great So we week. also didn't go to the movies. No, but we I have been did. trying to see Quiet Place for two weekends. That's now. true. But we will be seeing it this weekend and we will be here next week to talk to about, talk it. about I'm it so yeah. excited so if you haven't seen it we're giving you an extension the homework is not due yet and but if it you will, have it will seen it like a lot of people already have yeah, yeah don't tell us anything about yeah, it don't yet. spoil it we swear we'll beat you up it's two against one for any one person <laughs> that tells us but yeah so we do i have a this week at the netflix this week with wild wild country and i'm excited to talk about this with you isaac you I'm haven't even seen it, about it and it sounds like you know it. some things yeah i ha- i'm gonna go I mean, over yeah. a lot of it i mean i mean maybe there's no they- spoilers that happened it's no history. yeah I and mean, maybe people don't know i'm a really big true crime yeah fan. I, and i'm ahead of you on this one i'm ahead of the curve yeah. except for you knew about it already which i is knew you like, were like <laughs> oh did you see this thing about this person and i was like i already heard about like, that i've already read the book <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, so we'll start with that, and then we'll be moving on to trailers, and to, I guess, just drive this theme all the way into the ground as far as, far as we can as drive far it, as, we as can. far as we can, because nice. it feels nice, it does. Um, we'll have the Incredibles 2 trailer. Which Isaac, probably already, everybody's already watched, I mean, right? it's already movie of the year, I'm assuming, right? You, you on board? I mean, yeah, I like the Incredibles. I think I liked it better when I was a kid. A lot of people still are high on the Incredibles in terms of the Pixar canon, but I think I've come down a little bit from it. I think it's really good. There's a, they have a Wanda, Wanda Maximoff character who's oh, the girl in this. Oh, Elastigirl? Yeah, She already had those no. powers before then, I though. I guess it's Elastigirl. Is that it her is name? Elastigirl, yeah. But no, 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 no. Wait. Yeah, the daughter. Elastigirl is the mom. I was about to say, I was like, Elastigirl <laughs> Sorry, doesn't have two oh powers? No, the daughter was what is always, her name? she was always able to make force fields violent. Yeah, yeah. She was always violent. able to do that. Yeah, cool power. I'm a fan. If I could have superpowers, this is personal. We're getting personal here. Icebreaker, that would be my superpower. Either Violets or Wanda Maximoff's from. And then, ironically enough, Dash has super speed, just like Wanda Maximoff's brother, I guarantee you, probably a little bit. Bit of influence from the X Men. I there. think they just took the like the most kind of basic. Well, except for Elastigirl, whoever has well, had Fantastic Elast- Four, oh. which is definitely like a family superhero kind of thing. Oh, I that's see. from there. Well, and, and then Hulk. obviously Mr. Incredible has just super strength. So yeah, and the 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 baby has flames. He has all kinds of stuff. And other I think, things. Well, ice, I think right? that's the big like thing that's coming is that they didn't first off in the first movie they didn't know that jack jack had powers yeah and then the babysitter yeah. finds out in probably one of the funniest yeah, scenes yeah, of the movie good. but 
so then we find out that he's in flames. But then I also heard that maybe Jack Jack has lots of different kinds of powers, which is why his name was Jack Jack because he's a jack of all trades. Oh, That's what I think I read or I yeah. heard or something. How about that? We'll say you came up with it. Good job. That is, I did not. Credit, I one hundred percent didn't come up with that. <laughs> but all right. But then we'll jump into the Avengers: Age of Ultron for our big movie review this week, and uh, you know just. Don't don't get your hopes up. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But. <laughs> we'll say some things. This is, you know what? No, no cinematic universe is perfect. They all, nope. they all have their slip ups. Oh and yeah. And there's, you know what? This one. There's. I mean, come on. It's even- not the worst thing in the world, and we'll get into it. But you know what? There are things about sequeling that so well, many movies fall. Even into. The Godfather wasn't yes. without. Uh, one that kind of let you down <laughs> you know yeah it's hard it's hard to be that consistent i don't which, think that any of them do you can you think of any any franchise any film franchise that doesn't have the original lord least, of the rings trilogy what okay yeah i could probably agree with that in terms of what i've heard i was trying to think of at least one and really does harry I mean, potter have a weak one i mean they stuck with the book plot i'm sure it's pretty <laughs> you can't tell anybody who likes harry potter that there's a bad <laughs> one because you know that they're like oh no harry potter's the greatest thing ever i mean so. prisoner of azkaban is the best story though by far i would say that maybe somewhere well, in the middle like four five six there was probably a little bit of trippage in the harry potter and series. looking back on it now i think people really devalue the first and the second just because they're so young and they're kids and it's kind of uh, those, and those are, are rated pg really good story oh movie just movie in terms though. of movie Movie wise, yeah, I still no, think the story is not. better than Goblet of Fire. I think Goblet of Fire is a hot steaming pile of garbage. That was a big book. I didn't ever. I read that is, one. Okay, that was where I gave to up. To preface everybody in that's listening to this podcast, I have seen like three Harry Potter movies sporadically, yeah. like two, five, and the first half of the finale is we all I've seen. Harry I never Potter, read. It. That's not and true. And we don't like you if you like it. That's the bottom. That's line. not true. I've just never read them. I've never, so I never had any vested interest in it. I know that lots of people really love Harry Potter, and I've actually heard that they're very good like in terms of quality i heard that but. isaac uses <laughs> harry potter books as toilet paper just so you know harry potter but if we're speaking about <laughs> film franchises you named one so lord of the rings doesn't have any weak ones well they did arguably on the entire second half of the lord of the rings movies though and well, it's still the Peter Hobbit Jackson. Ones, yeah those are all i mean yeah well and i guess we could bring Dumpster the original fire. star wars trilogy which people will really defend all four all three of those yeah yeah which, but then after that you get episodes one two and three which plenty of people have yeah, and I would say, about. I mean, two, some people say two is their favorite. I think two is my least favorite out of those. I don't know. I really, I like, I, just think that I like one, the original trilogy. I don't, I don't think they're that strong, though. I don't think as movies they're strong. Well, this is the thing. Here we go. This is what <laughs> I learned at school. Or this is what you <laughs> oh, can talk about boy. at school. Education. I, Star Wars just isn't a very, uh, it's groundbreaking for its technology. But if you really look at this story structure, it's basically just a Western in space. Yeah, and now that they're not doing anything creative with technology, it's definitely showing its weaknesses. And they changed the formula. My issue with change it right. (laughs) Well, I think that one is the weak one because it just doesn't have any relevance on the rest. You mean the the Force Awakens? No, 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 no. The oh, oh, Phantom Menace. Like, yeah, but Pod Racing know, is so sick. No, it's oh, not. It's sick. <laughs> I loved it as a kid. I had an N64 Pod Racing game. Yo, oh my gosh, I, I know. Because it. we had to I, love I, had to I just want to be Anakin. I just want to be Kid Anakin. He was so cool. But if, if you've ever researched, you can look up Machete Order, which people says actually make, strengthens the Star Wars canon, which is, which is watching the Star Wars movies with you interrupt 
the f- original trilogy, you watch like four or five, then go back and watch two and three. You cut out one because one has no relevance to the rest of the plot. Hardly almost everybody in one. Yeah. But is in Jin the rest Darth of Maul it are so cool. Yeah. But they both die. And yeah. then you eliminate the fact that Anakin is a little kid in the first one while Padme is a, kind of adult so you get rid of that little like weird adult child are in love in the oh, later yeah, ones dynamic right. she just says she's Padme's like oh and that, sister that kid that I knew on, <laughs> <laughs> on whatever planet he's from and then you just think oh they were kids together not oh she was an adult and he was a kid and it was, or she was considerably older than he was at least she's a cougar we have gotten so far off track on this now. <laughs> All right. So now that we've done our intro section, let's jump <laughs> into that, this week on now Netflix. Now that people are listening to this and they're like, what is going I on I think here? that was our strongest tangent of all time. That I was a good it, well, overview of series. There. I will say that there's definitely, we could probably talk for a long time on that topic of film franchises and oh, yeah. strength and strength, strength and weaknesses and of trilogies or that's what we could make up words and just oh and uh, well i mean scream has its scream is one of my favorite film franchises and it for sure has a dud in there yeah yeah yeah. which we're talking about about doing at halloween and i would love let me tell you i could go on forever about scream (laughs) yeah i'm sure we will at some point i would i would look forward to doing it all right so uh this week at netflix we don't have a we don't have a sound i'm gonna put a new sound in right now And that's our new intro sound for this week at Netflix or at the movies. If we actually go to the movies and go like rock climbing. I like how every time that you don't go to the movies, you feel like you have to put something else in. I just, I love it. I love, well, I always watch something interesting. I think it's worth sharing. I've watched other things too. I guess I could bring something up. I rewatched all of Survivor Cook Islands this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to talk about it, man. I don't really want to because that's. We're educating the masses. First, okay. I'll go first. Sure. I watched Survivor. Survivor Cook Islands re- again because my CBS All Access. If you don't know me either, you don't know that Survivor is like the number one thing in my entire life. Yeah. This would be a Survivor podcast, except for I don't have anybody to <laughs> co host. We'll, we'll it get with you me. one. So just everyone be ready because there will be one at some point. I maybe so. But so I rewatched Cook Islands and kind of didn't realize which i haven't watched since i was way younger that's yeah. an older one mm-hmm. but it was a great season i really enjoyed it it was the very controversial one because at the beginning of the game they divided there were 20 castaways but they divided them by race what? so there was a white tribe Whoa. an african-american <laughs> tribe a hispanic <laughs> tribe and an asian-american tribe talk about tense Whoa. so that was interesting and then uh yeah. but yeah it's a pretty good season i'm watching token t- token teens now token teens token what token chains the brazilian highlands it's a different oh season. this is a season of survivor sorry i just yeah. thought you were making up words again oh I no literally i was watching it now i'm watching another <laughs> season of survivor sorry that's what i do in my free time is rewatch old seasons of survivor that i already know everything that's gonna you happen define the word fanatic isaac it's it's well a, and maybe one day uh it's inspiring maybe one day i'll be on there 
Yeah, uh, have you sent them our podcast? That's what's missing. We'll see. (laughs) They need to see our viewership numbers. Okay, tell them about. We need this guy on. Now tell us about the Bhagwan Shi Rajneesh, please. We're in the Rajneeshies. I said it. In Rajneesh Param. Okay, yeah. So, wild, wild country. I watched this six hour. I didn't have time to go to the movies, but I had time to watch six hours (laughs) of this Netflix We weren't together. That was the the thing. We were going to get together. You're right, you're right, you're right. We, We had to put it off. So, I was in Chattanooga in the mountains and I was watching this in my downtime I decided to I started this I saw someone had tweeted about it something about like cults and how they were like this cult I actually sounds like I would join it and I was like for a cause. wait a minute what? oh no I don't know who that is but don't be <laughs> they're a comedian oh, so. okay well again I love true crime but I really love cults cults are so fascinating yeah, it's crazy it's I wild. liked that American Horror Story cult season when a lot of other people didn't just yeah. because it was like culty and explores those like psychological stuff that stuff is completely fascinating to me cults are crazy yeah it's uh i have an interest as well in the stories because just like this one a lot of times they are very very fascinating just beyond of course it's a world that i could never understand people committing to basically nonsense well in true crime the thing about true crime is people are fascinated by true crime because you just can't it's either so terrifying that you're also like fascinated by it or you just can't it's something that you feel like exists so far removed from this world in terms of like if you're talking about somebody who's just so evil that you don't understand it yeah that's why people are fascinated but cults are kind of weird because cults brings in this different level of humanity in terms of manipulation and the way that people work with other people and react to other people. And then they're like, they have violence in them usually, but it's not just like somebody's just murdering people it's this other weird level of manipulation and control and it's just so strange yeah i just don't understand how people fall into it and then like well cult if you do a lot of research and you do a lot of which again i'm a big true crime fan so i've thought about this or talked about it or listened to pod plenty of podcasts about it Mm -hmm. cults prey on a certain type of person it takes a certain type of person to fall into the there's rich people there's people from all different backgrounds types of people who are looking for that they don't it's not and like yeah, it's, i guess i don't understand what that's subconscious thing is. i don't it's yeah. a subconscious need for somebody else kind of to tell them what to do or some they they're looking for some force in their life that tells them how to live or function or that's yeah. generally kind of what I guess it, is. it is like a it's a mental condition where you're like looking for that piece and if you find that piece you're just committed it just like it sticks in there and you've convinced yourself you found it and there's like there's no way or out somebody of that or you something it so that is promising you this is what you should follow and this will ideally bring you the thing that you want or yeah. whatever which it's fascinating in the case of the um rajneeshis here because i don't even feel like they had anything most of the time osho was inside okay let's let's start at the beginning here don't so, tell us this whole story this is not a true crime podcast that's true. i can't even get into it so a cult that was in india came to america and had a bunch of followers from around the world but they came here and they took over a small they town in oregon yeah, called antelope to... a town of 40 people mm-hmm. took 
took it over, ended up at first, uh, the people in Oregon were like, oh, this is kind of weird, but we're cool with it. And then they realized it was like a free love cult and they were uncertain of their activities and felt like they were oppressing them. And so they tried to push them out. And so the cult took over the town council, mm-hmm. bought all the property mm-hmm. after originally buying 80,000 80, acres of land over there and setting up what is like a, I mean, they were bleeding like money to make a compound but like an oasis like a perfect like oh we live here in this free love society and no one everyone works they were working 12 hours a day and smiling and happy and hundreds of people and so they ended up i mean the federal government was interested in them they felt like people were trying to push them out or prevent them from voting comes up with too much yeah so they did crazy things like they tried to they drove buses out to major cities to convince homeless homeless people people. to come Mm -hmm. in so that they could like they fed them and like made them work so regularly they could vote. They so they could vote. vote and they they sedated them they put sedatives in yes, their beer because they act, were acting crazy yes, because they were homeless because they were wild yeah and then so when they tried to they tried to have the vote go through they poisoned a bunch of people with salmonella the biggest mm-hmm. like chemical or bacterial attack they in went United to States all the salad history. bars <laughs> they tried to get all these homeless people to vote you're telling them the whole story of this podcast well it's now. almost over the Oregon government blocked them pulled even though they were all technically eligible to vote they blocked their applications as a whole and then what they did with the homeless people they took them in vans and the drivers and passengers from the cult that were taking these homeless people they had automatic weapons and they drove them out to neighborhoods and just set them off literally just pushed them all out in large groups and if anyone asked them what they were doing they pointed guns at them and told them to go away which is just like it i mean they plotted assassinations for major political figures in oregon and the attorney general it's just it was wild. And then, like, they don't even think they've done anything wrong. And in the documentary, they interview the secretary. It's Sheila. Sheila, yeah. Anand Sheila was the. But Sheila was kind the of the head. Two, because who was basically Bhagwan the number one. She Rajneesh yeah, she wasn't the talk. figurehead. So she wasn't the face of this cult. But this guy that was the face of the cult is just like a. I mean, he's like a guru, like, spread peace. Yeah, and love, he didn't meditate. talk. And, he, and a lot of times he's in silence. Yeah. But she, this girl, Anand Sheila, when she was really young, saw him and immediately fell into that cult syndrome and just became I mean I mean she's a genius she has no empathy though the least empathetic human I've ever seen on interview like most cult leaders yes and did an just a fascinatingly successful job of almost taking over this place in Oregon until things fell apart because they like accidentally dropped all their secret papers in a dump and some guy in the city found it and was like, oh, they yes. plotted to kill all these people. Yes. Like, Maybe you should have shredded those, Sheila. Come on, you're a sociopath. But yeah, highly recommended. Well, now it's ruined also. If you had no idea about 10. the Bhagwan Shi Rajneesh and the Rajneeshis of... I don't think it's ruined because there's so much more that goes into it that I couldn't even get into. And they interview so many people and the cinematography, they take shots throughout like antelope and like of different parts of Oregon is absolutely beautiful. And I highly suggest anyone's into history, documentaries, cults, gurus or well, is I guess looking I watch to join it. one pretty cool into it i just heard yeah. mixed reviews about it and i'm kind of selective about well my true there crime is it is interesting because intake. it very much paints a dark picture of both sides but sometimes seemingly a more positive picture of this that's cult what that people said, a bunch of yeah. people it almost like when i finished watching it i was like i wonder if anon sheila like decided to make this or if they found her because it seems yeah. like it could have been like it's very someone in the that's cult what was i like, heard is hey, that it's real could. sympathetic to at the sheila end, at the or end, it really is gives you too much of yeah. a sympathetic eye towards her yeah and, and it's so weird because they show all this stuff from the 80s and i'd never heard of this cult but at the very end they were like 
and there are still sex of the Rajneeshis. And then it shows all There's these people in modern everyone, day. Really. And I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? Because it's so dumb. Like the way they meditate, they like first they breathe heavily. <laughs> And then they do this thing where they just dance as wild as they can. So they just throw their bodies around and then they raise their arms up in the air and they go, hoo, 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 hoo. And then they're silent and they all just lay down and that's their meditation. It's like, it's nonsense. I can't believe anyone thought, I don't know how he, how he convinced people that this is like meditation or anything else. Cause it's like, well, I mean, what I just did, I felt dumb and we're the only people in this room. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad, but great to watch. So, 10 cults out of 10. Great. Maybe I'll try that out too. <laughs> I mean, that was a lot. Yeah, I would I was really you into words it. <laughs> per minute this podcast so like it was like 10 times more Well, words you told me not now. to tell the whole story, so I told it as briefly as I could without telling everything. But you still told I didn't told the, the ending. Story. I didn't tell the ending at all. Oh, okay, excuse us. There's a, the ending is a big deal. Okay. There's I mean, don't get into it now. No, 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 no. We already ended it. We're done. <laughs> You're right, done. You're go finished. Go watch it. You're telling people to go watch it. There's Everybody wow wow country on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So every week you also hear a sound. Before we watch a trailer. And this week is The Incredibles 2. I've said too much. We've already introduced it. We're going to watch it. If you're driving, don't stop. If you aren't, pull it up. We're at Movie Clips Trailers uh, on YouTube. And uh, check out The Incredibles 2 trailer number one. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. We just watched the Incredibles two trailer, and oh, I wow. for one, what I said. Oh wow! Oh wow! What I was just oh wowing at that trailer. Oh I thought it was yeah! Really good. Oh yes! And I also thought that it was <laughs> oh wow, very good. I'm, I'm on board. This. Seems, oh yeah, I'm totally excited now. What we just watched is not easy to describe, other than the fact that Elastigirl. What's her name? Well, I will tell you that what's they gave name? you a very light Holly Hunter, the voice. No, their actual oh. character other than Elastigirl. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> their names either. Bob Incredible Park. Mom. Helen. Helen Parr. You're right. Yes. So Helen is now the one with the job. So kind of last time was a focus on. Yeah. Um, he got the job. He yes. got the focus last time because he was. Incredible. He felt that it was the missing part of his life. and Yeah. He was midlife crisis man. Mm-hmm. And now it's the flip of like his wife has gotten the good job and is out there kicking butt and like working seemingly for the government or some agency or stop, like stopping a, crime. Like, like a, yeah, kind of like, like a an d- shadow agency type thing. Yeah. Or maybe like a Jason Bourne kind of ish. Okay. It looks really good. And they gave you really a little funny. plot. They yes. actually gave you a little plot, and but they, then they there also, there was a twist. There was a twist oh, in yeah. this trailer. Hold on. So <laughs> we saw the whole thing with the mom, like having issues with her job and some conflict between following the rules and breaking and, the law to protect and her family. Incredible being kind and of Mr. Mr. Mom. Yeah, being at home and working with the kids and failing and having humor there. And then at the very end of the trailer, you saw a bunch of fighting and you were like, I don't really know why they're fighting, but I'm interested in this. It seemed lighthearted. And then they bring in a villain and he's on right TV. Right at the end. And it's very, it, it is. switches very dark and ominous yes. and threatening. Truly dark. Dark beyond what The Incredibles has done before. This is going to be amazing. Well, I think the original, I think... Well, of course, the thing that Pixar does very well is they bring some kind, they kind of put adult themes into these children's movies. So they really aren't just movies for children. They have that adult side to them that if you're just a child, you don't understand. But the original Incredibles kind of had maybe not as 
adult as some of the other ones have been. But the villain in the original Incredibles wanted to be a superhero and he wasn't. So he was so angry. Yeah. Which, but it had some of those. It had some. I mean, all of the it Pixar's have. It wasn't quite as creepy as, as what we scary. just saw. That's with almost like, the, like a little, I mean, it was like seizure-inducing, like weird static screens on televisions in sync after the bad guy had like taken over all taken the TVs over, yeah. in like a in like a storefront in New York behind some glass, like you always see on movies. Well, yeah, the original plot in The Incredibles had you feeling The Incredibles were threatened by the villain, which I can't come up with his name right off the top. And of course he had plans for a sort of like a global domination type thing by eliminating all of the superheroes, but it never felt like the whole world was really threatened per se. But now we're getting into kind of, this is kind of a bigger scale. Yeah. A larger scale. Yeah. And Jack, but Jack, Jack has, I mean, who knows what kind of powers now. Yeah. (laughs) An infinite amount of powers. I wonder if Jack, Jack will be able to ever control them or if it'll always just be like a, you know, like if the kid had grown up, I bet it would be maybe a thing where he can't actually control what happens. And it just like happens based on his emotions, like a roulette Mm, wheel kind of. Well, I think that's why it's so unpredictable now is because he's a baby yeah, and babies yes. are like that. But yes. so I I don't know. Maybe we'll never get there to see because I can imagine that most of these Incredibles sequels will probably still take place while those kids are kids. But yeah, they might keep it like that. But yeah, it looks pretty good. We'll see. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I said before we watched this trailer that I thought it was going to be movie of the year. Madi. For any uh, acronyms, some people tell oh. me they don't know what our acronyms mean, and I don't. On you, I, most of the time, I don't know what they mean. You just what? pop, you just pull them out, and I'm, I'm, um, just go with them most of the time. But usually, I don't either. So. I'm too hip for my own. Who, I want to know who that voice was, but I don't want to look it up and spend all the time doing that. Currently. Oh yeah, we'll look it up in a minute. Uh, the, just um, to tell everybody, we recognize the person that runs the company that Elastigirl has gone to work for, or maybe that shadow organization, whatever. We know that it's somebody famous or notable but we can't think of who it is uh, we're about to figure it out because they have a super familiar voice and we're gonna find it here five more in cast uh um bob odenkirk oh yeah yep for sure i knew it ah oh, such a good voice all right that's it that for the trailer the watch this week of the i know that we, we look did pretty up. good that was that was insane <laughs> there were no tangents except for bob odenkirk and that wasn't technically a tangent but good yeah work, we're excited Isaac. about that yeah, claps, and now we can move on, segue yeah. into now we're more superheroes with large in. scale Earth destruction plans of the villains. Check yes, Isaac. <laughs> large scale destruction plans, infinity gems all over the place in the not visions, yet, but the there's movie. more and more oh, of them the visions, showing though. up. Yeah, do you remember that vision? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Thor when he's in the pool. Oh yeah, like, I'm I in did. The pool, uh-huh. I'm Thor. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, pretty crazy. And he sees the gems like up in space. And oh, I think that's the next movie. <laughs> Isaac watched ahead. I did Isaac got so watched excited Thor. about this, or maybe so disappointed. Infinity War, or not Infinity War, in the a, Age of Ultron. That he there's moved a little forward. of both. I'm not gonna lie. I was really excited about Civil War, and also disappointed in 
Age of Ultron. So yeah. So I if you haven't seen Civil War, ignore I will half try of to what pretend, Isaac says. I will try to pretend like I don't know what's going to happen and that I haven't seen it, and then you'll get to hear my thoughts yeah. about it next. If week. he says anything about Iron Man and Captain America fighting, just know that he's referring to the wrong movie because no, that I is know, Civil War. I know that part. <laughs> the thing that's this is the thing. The only thing that's confusing is when we start talking about Infinity Stones because really you told me about the Infinity Stones kind yeah. of before I started watching all of these, so I just get confused about when the Infinity stones are featured and what movies they're featured in mm, and etc 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 et that's fair you know that's a fair point um i get the Civil gist War, of the plots of all of them on their own so i don't they don't bleed over usually yeah, too bad i've actually only seen civil war once but i think it has a lot less to do with that kind of there's like, almost no infinity stones in that there's just the fact that yeah vision exists and has an infinity yeah what has one stuck into his forehead there yep. yeah that's true which i think happens in age of ultron right they build yeah, vision yeah. in age of ultron totally so. yeah well yeah ultron i mean okay. we're getting into the plot here yeah, ultron was trying to put it was trying to make a robot with it so he right. could have like a follower yeah his own robot yes, he was trying to make his jarvis, own body yes jarvis, jarvis was placed in and, and then thor powered him up and that's how he became vision yes yeah in this movie which is different in um actually vision was created by hank no, I think Ultron was created. This is what I'm trying to get. Ultron was created by Hank Pym, who is Ant-Man in the uh, comics, which is kind of interesting. I read that recently. Oh, I don't know. I did, I barely know the movie, so I certainly <laughs> don't know anything about the comics. All right, we'll not move. We'll we'll move away from any of that, and we'll go straight into production and well, background if we want to do should this. Should we the talk about way. anything that leads up to Age of Ultron first? There was only oh, one yeah. movie that I watched in between. Which one did you watch? I between? watched Guardians of the Galaxy in between. Oh, okay. Remind remind us what happened with the Infinity Stone there. Um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a movie about Star-Lord, who was played by Chris Pratt, and he is kind of this rogue guy that lives in the universe. It's like a Han Solo. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of that. And ultimately, the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy is that he sort of ends up with this motley crew of people who are all fighting over the Power Stone. Yes. To some extent. And they all have different, they sort of have different motives for all being in this little group of people. Ultimately, they have to defeat a minion of Thanos who's trying to get the Power Stone. They do so, but essentially the point of that as it relates to this podcast is that we've been talking a lot about the Infinity Stones and that whole plot revolves around the Power Stone. Yes. And where do they end up putting it? With the... Um- they- they give it to someone Ooh, to hold on to Nova Corps. Give it to the Nova Corps. Yeah, 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 yeah. They trick that guy that picked up Star Lord as a kid when his mom died. Yes. They pretend like they gave it to him. And they defeat yeah. the Thanos. The guy minion. from Walking Dead. <laughs> He's got the sweet arrow flies around. Oh yeah. 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 They defeat um the Thanos' minion by um because if you touch the power stone and you're one person, you like explode and die oh yeah but all of the guardians of the galaxy but their heart and together. their friendship yeah. held together. they hold yeah. together yo and then, so it get this it, me and okay. me and caleb our little brother saw this in imax i thought i was gonna have a seizure when they did that no oh, kidding really? yeah imax 3d like watching that on with the glasses why would you guys see this one in IMAX man 3D? i was a guardians fan really is I, it that old i yeah i mean there are probably a couple it's years five old. Or six well, years? the sequel's already come out, and it's got to be five years old. Five years. I would old? think so. I'm gonna look it up. Just keep talking. Oh my goodness. Well, anyways, the rest. Uh, so this move. So Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't really a fan of it either. Um, it was fine. Mm-hmm. 
It was all uh, 2014. I mean, it's almost five old. now. Yeah. Um, it was a little too. There's kind of too much comedy. I don't know. That's kind of the problem with Age of Ultron in a lot of the ways too. It's not that I dislike comedy. I certainly like comedic movies. I guess I just don't really. This is the thing. I don't like my. I guess superheroes and or I think this one was cheesier stuff. I, that's problem. I don't like it. Not I don't like it to be hokey yeah. because this is the thing like superheroes already on their own. The idea that this person has some sort of supernatural power that allows them to save the world. And most of the stories are all variations on the same thing. That to me is hokey enough on its own. So I don't need it to pile it on, yeah, which is why whole, I don't like hokey James Bond either. There's this whole thing with modern movies and especially these superhero movies where they have little bits that like try and break up like the seriousness and the action with like little like human like quips and like joke moments that sometimes go overboard. And I think guardians of the galaxy is so like the characters are supposed to have so much of I that think going it's on that to, it's too much. To I me. think it's because also, I mean, a, if you really dove into superhero themes on like saving the world and how many people die which yeah i mean marvel's kind of wading into that a little bit not as far as dc kind of has with for instance christopher nolan's dark knight trilogy which was very dark and very yeah. they don't want to do that so they are i think that especially because kids still go to see these movies too they like to put those light-hearted elements in there just to keep it from getting too serious and too dark which yeah. i totally understand but to me guardians of the galaxy that seems like I feel like it should almost, this is what I actually think. It should have almost been like R rated type thing. Yeah. It seems like those characters are all kind of, they're selfish at the beginning before they become a team. They're kind yeah. of gruff. They're kind of, they're kind of living outside the law in a lot of ways. So it would make sense for them not to be. So, I mean, obviously we played up those elements cause I pulled them from the movie, but mm-hmm. like if you're going to do that, do it like, Deadpool almost where it's like yeah adult an actual adult thing but I don't I know can agree. that's just that's just a preference type thing I really am over the Chris Pratt craze anyway so yeah which, sorry I mean this was this was like he's the, a good looking guy but this was the I'm over this it. was kind of what <laughs> made him have his phase though right four oh years yeah ago? totally yeah and right I do think the, better, the Jurassic second Park right before uh or Jurassic World excuse me mm-hmm. and now he's gonna be what else is he gonna be in I don't remember. He was in Passengers. No, he's going to be in another trilogy type thing. Hmm. A series. I'm not sure. It's also coming out. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Just okay, keep so talking. Actually, I want to say briefly. I that liked Chubby Chris is... Pratt on <laughs> Parks and Rec. <laughs> he was really good. iteration of Chris Pratt. Yeah, he um, <laughs> also, what I was going to say was the second one is actually really good. I'm a huge fan. Actually, of Guardians the second of the one in comparison to the first one. Oh, interesting. I like Maybe it I should watch more it than the first one, but I do think those are weaker in terms of general Marvel movie stuff. Um, let's see here. What is he do? He was in Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, he plays one of the um, soldiers that goes in and. Uh, I had no idea he was click, in Moneyball. Click on. Chris Pratt on the IMDb. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. He played really like low key stuff for a long time. He's gonna be in Cowboy Ninja Viking. No. Lego Movie sequel. No. Oh yeah, he is in both Lego movie. He's in the Lego movie. What? He's the other action movie. The kid. No. Disneyland Resort. Guardians. (laughs) Mom TV series. 
Jen and the Holograms. This, that's it. That's it. There's nothing. There's nothing else. Maybe on it's here. just that he's both in this and Jurassic World. I swear, I thought there was going to be something else. Man, the Lego Movie is so good. I thought for sure. Let me tell you, when I thought that they were going to reboot Indiana Jones or they were going to do something like that, I thought for sure they were going to pick him. But now he's in all these other things, and it's exactly the same. So. Yeah, I also think um, I think the problem with the first one was they didn't. There was no connection for them to actually join up and want to save the world. I felt like as people that are like rogue and like out of the yeah, I could see where I kind of you had told me that before. Yeah, the it just doesn't fit their characters to just become a team when they're not people that like care about other people and none right. of them are. And then they just decide to become a team and they're all cool with it. Like it just it just doesn't well make sense. because they'd all been rejected too. I guess I don't know. It's just not my thing. We can move past it now. Yeah, We've but the second one, the second one, I think makes a lot sad, more sense and plays more into. It doesn't have an infinity gem, I as far as I remember, but it does. I think the lore expands the universe a lot better and is a lot cooler talks about star lord's history and stuff so you should watch that sometime you'll like it more okay all right but now so we bridged the gap yep we we made a bridge here we burned it because it wasn't that good but here we are at age of ultron are we about to burn this bridge isaac um no because if we shouldn't burn this bridge because this whole movie to me is basically a bridge between what marvel had built where they wanted to go and right in between they said well we really need this avengers movie but we don't know what to do with it so let's throw some stuff in here and make a movie i think i'm picking up what you're putting down i'm making some hand motions okay (laughs) so what you're saying is it's a rickety bridge there's some boards missing it's not very sturdy but we need it 100 percent. that's exactly what i was saying yes okay so where do you want to start? Do you just want to jump straight into the plot? Do you want to talk about the production and background? There's not too much. I don't much. know anything about production and background. So more CGI for sure than the first Avengers. There's a ton of CGI action in this one. Um, yeah, I didn't. Well, there's a gigantic city that gets lifted up on a huge rock. Also, yeah. there's a lot of robots, I guess. So. Yeah, there are a lot of robots. Just a lot of the times. But the first Avengers had all of those robots that came out of the sky. Yeah, but this one, I just, I felt it had more. It had more CGI for sure. I will tell I you tell that you. at the end of the movie, I didn't ever, this is the thing. I'm not, I don't pay attention to a lot of CGI typically. Yeah. So if it's good CGI, I won't say something about it. Or even if it's decent. If it's decent CGI, I probably won't notice it and I probably will think, oh, it's perfectly fine. Most of the CGI in this was fine. Their first opening sequence had some really rough CGI in it at a couple of points. I think this is the one, at one point, uh, Natasha slides under a truck. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's bad again. <laughs> it's like almost yeah. waterfall levels in, yeah, it does. in um, Black Panther level. Sometimes I was like, ooh, that's I guess rough. They just, I guess they just run out of budget eventually and don't have time. Or, or... you have to take pick. You have to take your pick. Like, yeah. where do you want to spend most of the stuff? Which I would rather than make that city that's floating in the, and about to crash to the earth. I'd rather that looked good than this one and shot pretty of good. Natasha sliding under the truck. But, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I fair. get it. All right, and the only other thing I want to say about production really briefly is I saw some really good lighting. There's a lot of like dramatic scenes in this. Sometimes they go on too long, but I feel like they look really good personally, and they look they look a little bit different than I'm used to. For, I feel like am we I could, do I have an echo? I don't check. Hear it. Okay, Weird. um, I feel like we could talk some about Joss Whedon. So he did the first Avengers and he did this one. Well, we could. I heard that this one broke his spirit because he couldn't necessarily do what he wanted and it was pushed into a box. I know that Josh 
Whedon is typically a very, he wants to have a lot of creative control. Yeah. And as we have kind of talked with Disney properties that have kind of been acquired, Disney wants sometimes for people to do certain things with them and like yeah, Star the marketing Wars. marketing team is truly in charge. Yes. They're the or the kind of honchos. or the kind of people who are running the whole universe. So, I can certainly understand where at times uh, people who usually usually are offered a lot of creative control, like Joss Whedon usually I guarantee is, you Joss Whedon can, didn't want the Hulk and Natasha romance because it was oh, garbage. I mean, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but I also will tell you that it's the fact that this one was kind of meh and I didn't really enjoy it a lot. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the fact that the Russo brothers yeah. did Winter Soldier. Then they did Civil War, and, and then they're, they're doing, doing the Avengers. War. They're killing they're doing it, bro. Infinity they're killing War, it. And they're doing oh. four. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. on board now. They're killing it. Also, <laughs> side note, they're doing Deadly Class, one of my favorite comic series from Image Comics. They're doing the TV adaptation. I was just like... I started like dancing. I don't even know. Like it's raining men dancing. I was just really excited about that. That's some that's, intense dancing. I know. I know anything about it's raining men <laughs> dancing. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we landed. Okay. So major plot points. Um, let's start off with, uh, man, it's right. It's right where the last movie left off. Literally. They, um, it's that at the end of, I keep wanting Winter I'll Soldier. You, I know I you're not going to jump into Civil War. I should gonna, not have watched it because I'm keeping I go, you grounded, oh, I know bud. what this is. I'm keeping you. Keep my eyes here, Isaac. Eyes here. I got you. I got you, bro. All right. So we, um, right where literally right where the credits in Winter Soldier left off where the, um, the Hydra people were like, we have our miracles. And then they had, um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, um, Wanda Maximov and, and Pietro, Pietro in, um, yeah. in the boxes with their bad axe just uh kind of freaking out well we didn't hear their bad accents yet <laughs> but they sure showed up in this movie yeah but we start out i think the first thing we start out with is um them oh no there's there's some sort of scene that leads up to this but they head to take down hydra yeah, yeah, yeah. i can't remember what happens before that what happens before that i don't i don't think anything does i think that this kind of opens with them trying to fight the hydra no because before. he gets called up and captain america Who is does? I really can't remember this movie now that I watched Civil War. <laughs> it's just, and I'll tell you that that's kind oh, of the I'm problem. This is kind of the problem that I had with this movie is that so much of it, while even while I was watching it, especially with the fact that Ultron was the bad guy, I said, this movie feels inconsequential because I feel like none of it's going to matter in the long run. Yeah. Other than the fact and that I, feel I like they screwed up Ultron. I mean, I knew that the Maximoffs were probably going to eventually switch over. Yeah. Other than that, and I said we're introducing those characters. Other than that, I was like, I don't think this is going to matter. We're going to defeat Ultron at the end of this, and then the movie's yeah. going to be over, and I'm going to feel like if there's no Infinity Stones, I'm going to feel like it didn't matter most of it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, and it's it kind of ended up being a lot of like individual character development wrapped into one movie too. So like, yeah, it has not a lot deep of enough to, some and some of too. it is problematic, and I really want to talk about it because I don't like I don't like one aspect. Well, of should the we just run through the fact that Ultron was a computer program? So they kind of defeat the Hydra. At well, this yeah, one they get place. the staff back mm -hmm. and they take the staff to their home base. And um, then 
Tony Stark, who clearly didn't watch Winter Soldier. I don't know where he was during <laughs> that movie, but he decides like I'm gonna make this super sweet AI that's gonna like uh, keep the planet safe. Like literally, Tony, we just did this. We we've been here, Tony. What I are you doing? Get, which maybe it's because I didn't watch any of the Iron Man's. I kind of feel left out because I didn't watch any of the Iron Man's and You're kind fine. of understanding Stark's character uh, he's or just, understanding why he exists with so much power other than the fact that he's rich and he's smart. I mean, yeah. And uh, it's, he has history, his dad. I mean, yeah, I it mean, is. he has like the most powerful suits in the universe. But it just feels like everything. It feels exactly like what you were saying, which is like, why I mean, would you do this? Don't you know that thing, this is not good for the world? <laughs> funny thing about characters dying in Infinity War, potentially, if Iron Man dies... It doesn't even matter. Like in one of the Iron Man movies, Pepper Potts is in his suit. If you're an Iron Man suit, you are Iron Man. Like, yeah, he makes some cool oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I see what you're but saying. But if they have his well, technology yeah, he's one of the only and people they can that recreate have... it, then Tony Stark is literally no one. It would be inconsequential. I mean, he died. doesn't actually have any quote unquote, well, no quote unquote superpowers or any aspect of him that exists in his body that is supernatural to some extent. I mean, he is really smart, so I guess he's good at solving situations and problems uh, more so than is an he average though? person. Well, <laughs> he does make all these inventions and yeah. like is super well, I mean, successful yeah, in business, but... so he's smarter, but I don't think he's super smart. I think someone could replace him easily. Yeah, so that's, that. that's just a, a little point to make, but uh, back to the back to the plot there um he makes that and it's it's smarter and bigger than jarvis and jarvis tries to shut it down while they're having a party and everyone's trying mm-hmm. to lift thor's hammer and it's kind of yeah, funny that was a you funny see scene. captain america like moves it a little bit and you see thor's face yes. and he's like nope didn't move it all nope <laughs> <laughs> and he like smiles yeah so thor finally chris hemsworth that's his name yeah finally i think he has come into like the proper balance of like i'm an old-timey god and i'm also yeah. thor in the modern day like it's i i think his character finally came to the point that i wanted it to I be like at. i don't I was, remember I was, him in this hardly he impressed me the most out of like the performances across the cast hawkeye did okay too but there's problems with that we'll talk about but um yeah so they accidentally make a super powerful ai that um takes over a robot suit and flies away yes. and beats them up and so they're like oh snap we got to go deal with this and the ai is immediately like i'm gonna get my hands on some nuclear or no vibranium he's like i'm gonna go get some vibranium so he flies out to wakanda right there's a ship mm-hmm. leaving wakanda and they figure out he's there somehow and they're like we're gonna go hunt him down and he has enlisted the help of wanda maximov and pietro mm-hmm. and um so the avengers hunt him down and this is where you get to a cool point in the movie where we see Wanda Maximoff's powers really... At, we saw it in the beginning with Iron Man, where he had that vision of... Um, what uh, Accidentally, it was... Oh, the invasion happened, and he couldn't stop it. It was like he saw his past, if everything had gone wrong, right? Yeah. At the beginning in the castle. So now we get to see it with all the other characters, and we see their little bit of plot developments. Like, we see Captain America, if he had come home post the war, and he was at the dance, and he would have gotten to dance with the girl mm-hmm. who's an old lady now, and... But he didn't actually, and we see Thor. Thor's is really funny because he's like, she tried to mess with my mind. Good thing I'm a god. And he like walks across <laughs> and he's like, all of a sudden in like a, a dream world, which is which is hilarious. And um, yeah, and we also see this, which is what I want to talk about. This is a point. I've rushed the plot here a little bit and we'll get back to That's it. That's fine. But sidetrack, I'm, somehow I I'm don't really upset about Black Widow's backstory and the way it makes her act because she's so she was in this assassin training school 
and oh, she yeah, was a, I remember that. she was a ballerina uh-huh. and her final test was the ceremony where she had to kill a hostage that she couldn't see the yeah. face of so she had to shoot someone and she didn't like that and i understand that and that character bit makes sense but they really make a big deal out of the fact that they um they um, sterilize her. They like, oh yeah, that's they right. They remove the fact that she can't have a baby. Yeah, and at some point she says like she's talking to Bruce Banner as the Hulk. This is one like, of the only. You're not the only monster. I'm remembering, and I was like, are you relating like, you know, like being a woman and having value and being regular to being able to have children? Like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't make you a monster. The fact that you can't have children. Maybe she was saying because I she felt killed like I someone, didn't. but I uh, really I felt that like that was I felt like that played a role in that whole thing. Like that yeah, made me it, it made me feel weird. like it was really just like trying to heavily imply or imply it to some extent that she felt she was a monster because she couldn't have kids. Oh, I didn't really get that. Okay, I maybe like they're not she, trying to do that. I but felt it like could she be, thought she was a monster because somebody had trained her, and she. I mean, it was kind of something that I guess she felt like I she didn't so. choose. I don't know. This it is the thing. To, now I'm talking about this, having not even. I'm. <laughs> you're telling me stuff, and I'm. I'm okay, thinking, okay, did fine. I watch this movie at all? <laughs> it was just like they. I re- do remember this part. What's uh with black widow though but. yeah let me pull up my notes i've just been going off the top of my head but yeah it was like they were um like <laughs> her womanly fulfillment required being a mother in some way that was like what it oh, implied to yeah. me and i was like this is not like i totally disagree and i i don't think that a movie that lots of people should watch should imply something like that but that's that's, that's my only problematic that's little fair. element here that i think was brought in and i'm sure that Joss Whedon probably doesn't agree with that, knowing who he is. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I think wouldn't so. think so. So it just I, seems like a lot to go into that. It seemed like this whole movie and then she just had so much going on. going on. Yeah, it did have There's a lot so going much on. going on, and, and it then, seemed like they didn't know which really direction they were trying to do. So Ultron was just kind of thrown in there, which I didn't like. Ultron. I didn't appreciate Ultron as a bad guy, really, because. There was no, a lot of times I feel like, and what Marvel's done recently well is that sometimes you get a real human element with the villain. Like we kind of talked yeah. about that, especially with Black Panther. Yeah, say. But now the element wasn't human at all. Yeah, so. literally it was an AI. <laughs> so the only way that they added that was through the Maximoffs because the Maximoffs yeah. were kind of, when they realized that they were battling Stark, they don't like Stark because they attribute the fact that their parents died to Stark Industries creating those bombs or whatever happened in the war. So they were on Ultron's side until at one point when Wanda can read Ultron's mind and she realized that he's going to destroy the world and she doesn't She's like, yo, I live that. on this world, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to die. This is like the one thing we agreed on. But yeah. Which, that, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Sense. Suddenly, which the whole time I was waiting for it, I just said, oh, suddenly now you're not on the bad guy side. All right. Well, yeah. I was waiting for you. So. Yeah. So, um, before we move there, one other thing I really hated about Black Widow, because I'm about to go in on Ultron because I hate him too. Okay, cool. Um, I don't like that they suddenly made her super reliant on a man after she hasn't been reliant on a man for so long. Yeah. It just I become agree. like it's just totally it seemed opposite. like she was so they cold and so Johansson's character they, she was she so was good so independent and so powerful in oh, her own man. that it did seem like she kind of like, caved there yeah just flipped just flipped the especially for something that character. half the time you hanging out with yeah. him is basically a monster a did, jekyll and hyde type character how did she get such a bad haircut she had a way cooler haircut in winter soldier it just like it's like weird like curly like just it's so many problems with that character in this in this one i didn't like it all right anyways moving on from that 
Ultron. So how come the super smartest AI to ever exist, one, can't get access to the nuclear launch and codes, can't find two, Jarvis hiding in the internet, can't even make a plan smart enough to outwit three dudes and two women and the, you know, the two sidekicks he enlists. Like, bro, make a better plan. You're the smartest <laughs> AI that ever that existed. That, and all he's like is, I need to blow something up. And he's like, I'm going to go blow it up over here. And but they it like follow him and stop the, him. I mean, it's still like, theoretically, I He's like only a cartoon ex- villain with a bomb. It was. It was very much like that. And I guess I can only explain that in the fact that theoretically it was a computer program and computer programs don't think on their own. So they can only do basically what they're programmed to do. So I would tell you, we're not talking about Westworld. No, no, no. Cool movie parallel (laughs) here. He turns evil at the same like image. So he's going through the images and it reminded me, yeah, like when when Jarvis and Ultron are in the AI inside and mm-hmm. he's like, where am I? What am I doing? Where's my body? And Jarvis is like, you're an AI, bro. Like, chillax. So let's hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like starts going through images. He's like, I defend the Avengers. And you like, you see Tony Stark and you see a bunch of Avengers as Captain America. And then he's like, humanity. And you see a bunch of images of war, just like oh. in the fifth element when Leela figured out what <laughs> war was. I was like, Leela 100%. Our I was like, fifth element. Yeah, yeah. Our I know. most popular podcast had episodes. to make the connection there and you um yeah i wanted to say that this movie was good because of ai hysteria like fear and then i realized winter soldier already did like everything i was trying to say like it didn't use ai directly like this oh one you're does. talking about like privacy and information yeah and but it already covered all of that yeah. so like they didn't do anything new it literally this whole movie this boiled really down was. to the scene with the infinity stones where thor saw it in his head and wanda maximoff became a character and yeah. they killed people Pietro Quicksilver yeah. off so fast so hopefully he comes yeah. back and then they showed like the human side of all the characters in a way that they couldn't without being able to go inside their heads and so it led them all to a farm after they all went inside their heads we'll pick up the plot here they end up at Hawkeye's farm and we learn oh, Hawkeye has a family I almost thought that was Civil War I know, again I'm very I confused <laughs> so Hawkeye has a family and no I was gonna one bring this up it. but then I <laughs> thought that that was Civil War so yeah so Hawkeye like brings everyone into his house yes, and like half them are this. in suits and his wife shows up and she's like hey his how do you meet my is, coworkers? Um, his wife is what's her name i don't know her name the girl that plays linda cardinelli she plays <laughs> she plays velma on the scooby-doo movies oh. and she's in, in legally blonde and she was in freaks and geeks i think if you watched that okay which so is probably how, how i met your mother well and that's probably how joss whedon isn't that a joss whedon thing i don't know I feel like it is. Okay, that's fine. I believe you. I'm not going to look it up. Don't quote me on that, but I think that it is. Okay, cool. Interesting. Um, Yeah, anyways, they're all there, and they hang out. She has really long hair in this, which was weird, because I don't usually see her with long hair. Yeah, yeah, she looked good. Um, Thor had his vision, and he saw that everyone on Asgard was dead because of something he had done. He was blamed. So he had to fly away to try and figure out what was going on with the vision, and so he disappears from the farm. Uh, everyone else is there just trying to recover. I don't know why they have to take so much time to recover. I thought they were hiding. Why are they hiding? Maybe from... I guess we missed Ultron? a plot point here. Maybe they are hiding from I Ultron. think they are hiding. Is they went really into hiding. Powerful? I guess... I don't know. I don't know. I feel... 
like, but I thought because I he was like tapped into computer things, I don't put know. Put their tail between their legs I'm and ran you, away. Man, I did not watch this movie. I mean, good. it's fine. We're not missing it. Anyways, they're all there, and they I eventually... know because th- literally all of the complaints that I typically have about superhero movies, which is that mm, they're self-contained. The bad guys always lose. The good guys always win. Yeah, that none of it never, mostly matters. You never exactly feel like they're gonna here. win. You never, you never feel like they're gonna lose or the bad guys gonna win. It's just kind of like it's just kind of weak and like not like dark and gritty routine. or different. It felt like a routine. Yeah, I feel like movie. the humor was really funny when it was funny, but sometimes it was overdone. Like they took the balance from last time and tried to tweak it, but I don't think I don't think it hit as hard. And then I mean, just everything about it just seemed like it was going to be too convenient. Even I like think that also a, they a felt. I think that what you're talking about with Hawkeye is this is here's Hawkeye. They literally were like, they're humanizing here's Hawkeye's him? backstory because yeah. we haven't given it to you yet. Yes. We don't know what else to do with him, so here it is. Yeah, I also feel like um, Hawkeye hasn't been in any of the previews for Infinity War. I'm no, starting to think hasn't. there's a strong chance that he does a heroic sacrifice because they Ooh. took the time to humanize him. I don't think they would have done that had he not played but like some sort of bigger war role. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still, I still think they took. I, I think they made a point out of it for a reason. But gotcha. You okay? Yeah, it's raining. Is it raining or is that an I airplane? I can hear it. I'm pretty sure it's raining. Okay. You can cut that out later. <laughs> no, I won't. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I think that it's raining and I t- said it wasn't going to rain. <laughs> but it sure is raining. I can hear it. Crazy. All right. Well, um, do you have much else to say here? I think we're um, on the verge no. of wrapping it <laughs> they up. Save, typically. They save the world. If you haven't seen this movie, um, and it's Jarvis, Jarvis becomes vision. So um, the next thing that happens is the... Um, they try to uh, stop. Um, they know that uh, what is this? Ultron has come to steal this um, chamber that they have that can turn AIs into oh to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called the casket or the chamber. With Cho, or Doctor Cho. Yeah, Helen yeah, Cho. yeah. I mean, so I don't know. She had this super cool thing that healed Hawkeye at the beginning of the movie, and mm-hmm. it can like it can create like skin. So like you can create synthetic robots out of it. And he goes to steal that and is going to put an infinity gem in one. And from the, I guess it's the infinity gem from the staff. Yeah. I think that's what he's trying to do, which is why they they essentially create vision because it's either going to be Ultron or vision. Yeah, They stop him. So he tries to create a, he's creating a a robot and puts the stone in it and tries to escape. He controls that girl into doing it. Yes. Tries to escape in a, in a semi truck, which is a terrible idea. Oh, that whole sequence. I thought, hold on to, I'm pretty sure I thought that that was the end of the movie. And I was like, Oh, there's still an hour left of this movie. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's so funny because that happens. They get it. I Um, literally thought that was the end of the movie. And I was so excited. I was like, Oh, great. I, can't wait for this to be over and then i was like oh there's still so much time left from there uh i think iron man maybe stark uploads jarvis into the robot and then to save him because he's yeah. like it turns out he's actually alive and they don't want him to die they thought he was away. dead yeah they thought he had died but he had gone into hiding so he comes out and then thor shows up after seeing a vision of the infinity gems and knowing that he needs to protect them um he shows up and throws bolts of lightning into um, the robot that has Jarvis inside of it and has the infinity gem and it becomes this um, sentient robot being that is actually good instead of evil and if this movie had made any sense it would have already been alive and it would have been an evil robot with an infinity gem <laughs> for a bit because that would have actually been a good plot yeah but, I can see that yeah but anyways now our um, our main our main bad guy Ultron is like well I'm just gonna 
lift up a city out of the ground, drop it on the earth so it all explodes, and the Avengers stop him. And then there's 30 minutes after that of cooldown. Lots of fighting. Lots. Well, no. I mean, oh, after you're the talking fighting, after that, yeah, I there's don't 30 even... minutes of cooldown at the end of I, this. I think I fell asleep. This is literally, I thought that that was the end of the movie, but I yeah, don't remember any just, of this now. It's just lots of cool down. Like, it's like when you see, like, uh, Natasha's like, turn off your stealth mode, Hulk. I want to know where you are. And then he, like, he's, like, green, and he's in the jet, and he goes, boop, and he turns He makes, he makes turns off the radio, so he flies away in stealth mode, so they don't know where he is because he feels bad. Because we skipped the part where he gets his brain taken over, and um goes in on a rampage in the city and fights iron man in that big iron man suit we skipped that part and that's a, actually a pretty cool scene that was one of the better fight scenes i did not watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that so okay I, so i did fall asleep i think at the end and then i woke up and they were man they were uh, literally you know where they're like doing the poses at the end i thought and yeah. the the thing they saved the world and i like think i fell asleep oh, and yeah. i woke up and they were doing the poses and i was like oh look it's <laughs> over i slept for like 10 minutes or for 10 seconds but i think i was asleep for like 20 Funny minutes story <laughs> yeah so what we skipped was whenever they all get their brains messed up and they go into hiding now i remember why they go into hiding it's because Bruce Banner was told to stay on the ship because he goes green and they don't want to go green and screw everything up. Mm-hmm. So um, Wanda Maximoff messes with everyone's head inside as she's fighting them and Ultron uh, runs away with Iron Man trying to like, Iron Man's trying to chase him as they fly away from the ship where the vibranium is. Oh, I vaguely is. saw that too. Yeah, I and what thing. happens is Ultron can control multiple versions of himself. So he's Iron Man distracted. They have the rest of the heroes all mind controlled inside of the... Um, inside of the ship and then wanda maximoff and pietro are like let's execute the final step of the plan even though hawkeye like stabbed her in the forehead with this arrow that electrocuted her so she's kind of beat up but they go and they mind control him and he goes to some city in india and just starts messing stuff up just crazy amounts of stuff (laughs) and he um then Iron Man is like, Ultron's like, why are you here? I could be anywhere. And he's like, dang it. And he blows him up and he flies off. And he's like, oh no, Hulk is destroying the city because they've messed up his mind. So that's why. Because they destroy that whole city. Yeah, they like, Iron Man gets this giant, really big suit and it's like super bulky. And there's that scene where he like has it on like a, he's like punching oh, Hulk's face I in the ground. That he's like, too, go to sleep, yeah. go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I just, okay. I'll tell you too. Man, this is a long, there was there's a, a lot in this movie. Gosh. Also, there was a kid at my house. My friend came over because I'm borrowing her Roku to watch all of these movies. And she brought her nephew with her. So there was a kid that was running around my house and I was trying to help with him. <laughs> and I had a glass or two of wine yeah. and I literally didn't really watch this movie. <laughs> but fortunately, it doesn't really matter. Well, that's it. There's the plot that we forgot about. We didn't like it that much. And we said a lot of reasons why. And I went into the, the whole i just i think um <clears throat> natasha beddingfield's character got natasha torn up Bedingfield. yeah that's what i'm gonna call her from now on <laughs> what what is natasha beddingfield's big hit it was that one pocket song full of sunshine <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't pocket full of sunshine is that what it's called i'm pretty sure that's also a natasha beddingfield song unwritten oh. yes <laughs> dude unwritten is a killer killer i think pop pocket song. full of sunshine is also a natasha beddingfield <laughs> song but unwritten is just it's untouchable that's in the peak it's the peak of pop music but um yeah nothing good enough about this movie and natasha beddingfield's uh character's destruction was my most unhappiest thing in the lack natasha of a good Romanoff, villain really. and, yeah <laughs> that's what we know we know he means that and 
yeah, just the not that great plot development, and the not that great story, the just predictable, an ending that the bad humor. Up Captain America Civil yes, War. Yes, but at the end, the last thing we should say is Captain America goes and builds his new Avengers as the people that don't want to yes. be in the Avengers are no longer there. And I think that's going to create some tension. Yeah, like I don't, I guess people haven't already left the Avengers. No, but at the end of he just at adds the end new of people this, into the everybody, Avengers. Yeah, at okay. the end of this, everybody does their little superhero pose, and they have the Avengers stuff all around yeah. them. And now they're all Avengers. So I guess That's just the big thing. Just Hulk is but gone. The most important thing is that they isn't giant Thor gone? City was, Thor leave, yeah, though? Thor leaves. Yeah, and Hulk runs Hulk away. Hulk leaves or, too. Yeah. yeah, so they're both gone for is, Ragnarok because those people aren't in <laughs> Captain America: Civil War either. But they're in Ragnarok. Yeah, I think I knew that too. <laughs> but I haven't watched that yet. Me either. Okay, we'll watch it maybe. Okay. Anyways. The point is is that that giant city almost got dropped on the earth and people were pissed about yeah, it we later. Said that. Yeah, they were <laughs> mad about it. But Vision Vision ends up killing Ultron in the end and they have a good AI to AI conversation for a minute. And then, um, yeah, we just said the end of the movie and then there's a bunch of, in the credits, there's a bunch of them in ivory. There's like ivory statues of them and they're giant and they're like scrolling over it and you're like, this is cool. Surely there won't be a post credit scene. Marvel never does that. And then Thanos appears <laughs> and he's grabbing the Infinity Gauntlet and he says, guess I'll do this myself. And then it cuts and that's the end of the movie. So Thanos is coming. We got him. It's because the guys in Guardians of the Galaxy screwed up. That's why he's mad probably. He's probably mad because all the people he's dispatching to do these things are not making it happen. Last prediction, last thing I'm going to say in this episode is what I texted you about where Thanos has a potential. Did I explain it to you? Not really, I don't think. So, potential thing from the comics. Oh, like a backstory. Yes. So, what I've heard is that Infinity War will be a Thanos origin story mostly. Which would be really cool if it was from his perspective I have heard that people are really nervous about the fact that Thanos is the bad guy for Infinity War, specifically because there's so many characters in this movie that they're afraid that we won't get any of that. Well, I've heard it's that by like a lot of that is what people are predicting that I talk to and things I've read online and what I think myself. So do we and think that most is. of these people aren't really even going to be in the movie? Like I they're going to have they're some gonna play scenes, roles, but, but it's not going to be, be not in the, the first one. At least well, I think uh, that the second one is going to have a lot of them, but I think the first one is going to be more so like Thanos and then the Avengers come in towards the end. And then the second one is, a combination of it all and features the Avengers more so solving whatever problem has been created. But I think that um, it's possible that Thanos's origin story. So basically this is just the comic origin story, but I think it's cool for some people who haven't heard it. So in the comics, Thanos is in love with death. There's a number of characters that are the embodiment of like, um, I guess concepts. And we talked about it a little bit, I think in the first week, um, did I talk about it? Well, just like the six singularities existed. Oh yeah, there's the cosmic the entities. There was Infinity Stone, Death, Entropy, Infinity, and Eternity, and one of those is Death. And Death is a girl, and Thanos is in love with Death. What if Thanos is one of those things? He's not. 
Oh, okay. I don't remember what he is though, so don't quote me. <laughs> um, he's not one of those things, but he wants to impress death, so he's going to try Killing to go everybody. to one of the places. Yes, yes, kill the that most people. Sense. Which Earth is one of those like nine realms of Yggdrasil, mm-hmm. and taking it out would be like you know impressive to her or whatever. Also, he's jealous because she's in love with Deadpool. Think about that one. I know. It blows my mind. I, it blows my mind. But that's that's the way they had it written. I've never read it, but that's a little bit of backstory to something they'll probably throw away. But I think bringing in the cosmic entity death could be possible. If you see Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2, they start to expand that scope of like what characters are available oh, and how powerful like the hierarchy. Yeah. They start to really broaden it. So it, it would be cool to see that. And that's all I have to say this week. I give it uh, you know three AIs out of 10. Three is pretty low. Yeah, I guess I you're like right. five AIs out of it's ten. It's perfectly average. It's like half. Six oh, yeah. and a half. I, mean, I like to do like I don't like to do out of. But yeah, I'm talking three like out a of five, five, five or a six. All right, all right. That many out of Ultrons. 10. If we were talking of, about out of four, I would give it a two. Yeah, five, so, three is being a little generous. Probably, I get. But. Yeah, like. You know, we should come up with a real rating system. That way, it would make it so much easier every time that we go to say something about stuff. Uh, I don't like real things. I just, I just like throwing numbers out. Whatever. It's all. It's a feeling, man. It's about how you say. It. It's not what you say. I know, which is why I don't like to. You like to it's give it a numerical language. value. I just want to talk about it. But it's and about how I say that numerical value. It's not about what that numerical value is. All right. There's layers. Okay. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. Our rating system of numerical values has layers. This okay. has been the Popcorn Brothers. Follow us online at PBMC Podcast on you have Facebook to slow this and down. Twitter. We Follow had a, us we had a real comment from a fan. We did. We Ooh. have to check our email. I bet we got an email from a fan. <laughs> they implied we, they were we should. email us. <laughs> if you're listening, we're totally going to check it. We do that. Um, so follow us online at PBMC mm-hmm. podcast. That is PBMC okay. <laughs> stands for popcorn brothers movie club podcast on Facebook and Twitter. You can like us there. We, uh, we post every week what trailer we're going to watch and we post the Most episodes the time, when yeah. they drop. Yeah. If we forget, you know, we're going to do it eventually. So, and just, we tell you relax. what it is like 10 times in yeah. the podcast. So if you're actually listening, you should know. Absolutely. Right. But the way that we suggest you hear about us is to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We're available on any podcast app. And every Thursday, we drop a new episode. So you'll get a little notification if you're subscribed, either in your app or literally on your on your phone at the top with the scroll right beside your Facebook and your Twitter and Instagram as it listens to you. We'll, we'll be right there listening to you, too. We're your friends. We're here. We, uh, yeah, so email us if you think we're funny or not funny or cool. Or you're or, mad about something yeah, we said. Yeah, that's what we that's mostly... We like it when people are mad. We're mad. So email us at PBMC, PBMC podcast at gmail.com and check out our website for any more information at popcornbrothersmovieclub.com. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all this week. Thanks to SoundCloud for hosting. I'm Eli. I'm Isaac. And it's been the club.